UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic of Podcast. I have my good friend back with me, Jim Gerard. I think this is maybe, he's become a regular on my show. Let's just put it that way. He's, this is maybe his 12th time on my show. And every time we do a show, it gets a lot of good feedback. Everybody leaves a lot of nice comments. And Jim always comes with like really interesting information. So that's good. So, um, it, you know, I'm, I'm excited to have him on the show. And who Jim is, is he's an author and he's a, he's a, he's, he's, he does divination too. He does dice code divination. He has a book called dice code divination. Um, he does that. He does that with alphabet dice. You can email him if you're, you're interested in that. His email is rebelartist7 at gmail.com. He also has a new book out called the matrix is, is the glitch. Um, and, uh, we're going to get into that a little bit tonight because we're going to be talking about the Mandela effect. So we'll be following up on the podcast we did last time where we kind of talked about the Mandela effect, but I think we're going to be getting deeper into it today. I always like to be surprised. And, and, um, and what I'm going to do is share the screen here and, uh, and, and, and go over the talking points that Jim provided. So you guys can kind of read along with us. And, uh, I just want to give him a big warm welcome to the show. Jim, thank you for coming back on. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, it's always good to see you. Now, let me see if I can share this. I, I think I should, this shouldn't be a problem. I usually use StreamYard, but like, okay, can we see that? Uh, just a black screen. It should be good now. Okay. We're good? Yeah. So, okay. So um, I'll just, I'm going to kind of go with this piece by piece so we can kind of like, you know, talk about everything, um, but you, the, you, you're a, the, 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 the Mandela effect, full explanation, uh, Zapruder film, November 22nd, 1963. Now I wasn't familiar with that. Snow White, 1937 and Star Wars, 1977. And I, I'll just start reading here. It says in the first chapter of my most recent book, the matrix is the glitch being erased from existence alludes to the Mandela effects being the root cause of an entire timeline being erased. But I didn't fully understand the dynamics of how deep this rabbit hole goes until after the book was published. Here's how it all came about. I decided to revisit movies and TV programs that I liked seeing back when then and would probably like seeing them again. So I pulled up X-Files, Star Wars, E.T., Close Encounters, Back to the Future, and various other films. When I got to Star Wars movie it was like Mandela effect version and not the original version where Darth Vader says Luke I am your father well wait okay so let's let's kind of unpack all that before we go on so was that were you getting that with other movies too when you put the movie back in were you actually getting the Mandela effect version and not the version the way we think it is yeah that was the point I was trying to make here was uh when I went to the Star Wars movie it was the Mandela effect and I, I know it was the Mandela effect because in 1977, I saw Star Wars. And in that movie, Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your father. But in this online version, it's the Mandela effect where he says, no, I am your father. I was thinking about this, Jim. Do you think that there's a possibility that they, they could possibly be doing this to like kind of mess with our heads, like the, the people that are in charge, like, so people question this stuff, like, because like, how could this stuff go unnoticed? Or do you think it's really timeline shifting? Um, but when you're done reading this uh, write-up, um, I'm going to explain that. Okay, I'm going to keep going. It says, I immediately realized why they chose the Mandela version. 
To understand this main reference point, here's the story of the person who had a VCR tape of Snow White sitting on a shelf for 30 years and pulled it out and watched it again, but now it was magic mirror instead of mirror mirror. And it was always mirror mirror. It's always mirror mirror on the wall, right? I mean, uh, the person I was told the story to said, that's impossible and said, that's right. It is impossible. That's my point. But it's happening all over the world to millions of people and no one knows why. Reality is determined by memory. Without memory, there is no reality, just emptiness and endless unanswered questions. Take the 1963's Pruder film, for example. You can see a dark blue Lincoln Continental six-seater, Kennedy's in the car, Connolly and his wife in the middle, and the two drivers in the front. But in the Dallas 1963 Museum, they feature a four-seater white vehicle. A pattern starts to evolve here, and you can see it plain as day. In all of the official historical records on public display, they always choose the Mandela Effect version, or they choose the original ver timeline version. They chose the Mandela Effect version for Star Wars, the Mandela Effect version for Snow White, and the Mandela Effect version for the Dallas, Texas 1963 Museum. I'm suggesting at this point with great amount of certainty that if you download 1963's Zapruder film and place it on a thumb drive and put it on the shelf for 10 years and then look at it 10 years later, you're going to see a white four-seater and not a dark blue Lincoln Continental six-seater. And this is what I mean by being erased completely from existence. Eventually, everyone alive today who remembers the original timeline, such as Luke, I am your father, and mirror, mirror on the wall, and the dark blue Lincoln Continental six-seater will be dead and gone, and so will the original films, and their real timeline will be gone as well, erased from existence, changed while sitting on the shelf, even though no one ever touched it, just like Snow White VCR tape that mysteriously went from mirror, mirror to magic mirror, beyond any explanation of the laws of physics or science. Once the remaining people who now remember the real original timelines are dead and gone and all the video evidence has been erased and replaced by the Mandela effects, humanity will be captured onto a timeline which is false and being generated by artificial intelligence. All other false flag narratives such as nuclear war, UFO invasion, EMP blast, depopulation and pandemics will then be seen as nothing more than distractions put there to cause you to look the other direction and think the Mandela effect is just a curiosity rather than realizing the Mandela effect is a true agenda, not just a curiosity. All those other false flags are, are not energetic in nature. They are hard physical object things, very detectable by the five senses, but the Mandela effect is energetic in nature, mind boggling and confusing and almost impossible to comprehend in something you reject and refuse to think about when it exists outside the realms of reality and possibility. In other words, the entire human race gets hijacked into false timeline without even knowing it, a timeline generated, generated by artificial intelligence because the technology that flipped the switch to create the Mandela effect is totally artificial and not created by God or nature, but by some group of secret rulers who have the technology. It would be like transhumanism on steroids, a mysterious riddle wrapped inside an enigma so subtle <clears throat> that a powerful that it achieved its goal and no one ever saw it because it was right under their noses. Invisible, impossible, and outside the realm of human comprehension. So far, no one on the internet is talking about what is being presented here. There are some, however, that know exactly what is going on and why this is happening. Those individuals are the ones who flipped on the switch. Wow, that's amazing, Jim. I really like that. There's a lot to unpack there. Where do you want to start? Okay, I wanted to bring up a hypothetical. Okay. Okay, so let's say uh, somebody flicked a switch and right before they flicked it, they made some alterations and they changed some of the details in the matrix right before they flicked the switch. And when they flicked the switch, it totally annihilated and destroyed the material universe. And within a millionth of a second, the material universe was recreated and it came back as a duplicate universe. But in this duplicate universe, everything is exactly the same, except for a few small details. And those small details is the Mandela effect. Well, wait, I got a question. So, okay, say they flip the switch and now we're living in an artificial reality and not a real reality. What happens to all the souls that were in that? Like, do the souls just continue living? And like, I mean, like, I mean, like, obviously we do continue living, but like, 
the, the souls don't get affected or the souls get affected by the Mandela effect and that's it. Well, let me explain to you that the difference between the previous universe and the one we're in now. Okay, in the previous universe, I have a memory of an event and I, I have all the details and I can explain exactly what happened. But somebody else has no memory of that event, okay? But in this duplicate universe that we're in now, I have a memory of the event and I can explain the details, but somebody else remembers the, the event also, but the details that they remember are completely different. Yeah, that's the Mandela effect, right? That's the Mandela effect. But what I'm saying is like, why, I mean, like, so do you, so do you think, so, okay, I guess the point you're trying to say is that artificial intelligence has been around for a lot longer than we think. Well, it's been around forever. What, 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 what makes you think that? Like, do we have any proof of that? Or like, what do you, what do you think? Okay, when the universe was created, artificial intelligence is part of that creation because it, there are functions in the universe that have to be controlled automatically. Oh, okay. So like you're saying like that artificial intelligence is a component of the matrix itself. It's a component of creation. But who's in who's in control of that? Like, and who's who's manipulating our reality? Or do you think that our reality was hijacked? That reality was was hijacked in the sense that uh, you know, that, that that's what we're discussing right now is um well, let me explain it this way. Uh, are you familiar with the Shiva statue that they had on the outside of CERN? Yeah, yeah. Okay, do you know what that means? I, I have an idea, but just tell the audience so they know. Okay, Shiva is the destroyer. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the end of time, Lord Shiva dances and he beats his drum and it activates the fires of annihilation of the material universe. And he destroys the material universe and the universe goes back into the navel of Lord Vishnu. And it stays there for a moment and then it reemerges. And then Lord Brahma comes out of Vishnu and Lord Brahma repeats the mantras and recreates the material world. Wow. So this, so this is, so when they put this statue of Shiva on the outside of CERN, they're telling us exactly what they are doing. And and, and that they're that they're that CERN's manipulating our reality, you're saying. CERN destroyed the material universe and recreated it. But okay, so this goes into a deeper topic then. Who the hell is CERN? Like, do you think it's like, like that they're like shapeshifters, reptilians or something like secretly? Or do you think maybe there's humans and there's some kind of alien interaction going on there that like people don't know about? Yeah, there's some element of that. But what I'm saying is it, it reached a point in technology that by the flick of a switch, they can do exactly what the Godhead can do. And I just stopped the share, so we, 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 I didn't know if we wanted to go back into those points or what. And okay, so that, so they're trying to recreate reality. They're trying to, but what, what's their bigger purpose for trying to recreate our reality? What do you think? Like, what do you think they have the gain? Like, just um, a pop a timeline in their favor. Yes, that's exactly it. So they have access to the things they want. They're creating a reality by tweaking certain details. Before they destroy the material universe, they tweak certain details so that when the, when the material universe gets recreated, those details that they change have an advantage over the original timeline. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're trying to destroy the original timeline so that the false timeline 
remains. And then we wind up in an artificial reality that's controlled by artificial intelligence. And do you think, I mean, to take this a step further, do you think that's why they would be trying to push the transhumanist agenda? That maybe that, 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 that's a key to it? Do you think there's something about that that ties into this? That's exactly it. So, okay, because then what would happen was they would have us all hooked up. To, we would be interacting with AI through our brains, and then they would be able to control us completely, right? That's exactly it. Wow. If That's you hadn't brought it up, I would have brought it up. Well, no, I, I mean, I, it's, it's kind of like there to, and once you, once you kind of give the facts that you gave, it's, it's kind of plain to see when you can, when you tie in the transhumanist agenda, you know, like, um, and, and I think the transhumanist agenda is very real. And what they kind of do is they, they, they do it like real slyly. Like I noticed like that the controllers of this reality and like the, the people who like want us to buy into their bullshit, excuse my language, like they try to do things real slyly. Like they're like, oh yeah, everything's going to be great. Like Elon Musk is coming out with new technology, Neuralink and all this shit. And like, you know, they want us to be excited about it, but like, it's all just bullshit to like, to keep you away from like, um, maybe uh, escaping samsara, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? They're telling boys they're girls and they're telling girls that they're boys. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, and you know, I mean, to go a little bit deeper on that, you know, I think that is that's to um, destroy creation, which would tie into the transhumanist agenda. Because um, if they don't have people creating more souls, or you know, or people or, or or bodies to for, for souls to incarnate in or just stopping creation at all, then they win with their transhumanist agenda, right? Yeah, does someone have to explain to you that you're a boy? No, not at all. No, you don't You don't have to have that explained to you. See, here's what they're doing. They're, they're flipping the narrative. And they're doing it in every facet of our reality, right? It's being flipped. It's being regressed. And then what they do is they repeat it. And by flipping it and repeating it, then they replace it. Yeah. So the, what I'm saying is the original timeline reality is being erased. And what's left is the false reality that's being controlled by artificial intelligence. Okay, but I have a question, though. Like, here, here's the question. Like, is there anything we can do to rectify this? Or is there anything we can do to stop this? Like, what do we do? Like, is there anything we can do? Or do you think we're just like helpless pawns in this game? No, we're not, we're not helpless because of the fact that it, as, as they're, they are erasing my timeline or our timeline, let's say, my timeline is erasing their timeline. Well, how, but, but how? That's, that's what you got to explain. I don't understand. But, but, you know, by prioritizing your memory. Okay. You mean like by like, by realizing things like the Mandela effect and like trying to remember the real, the real, the real timeline. Yeah. I mean, you know, black is black and white is white. But see, like if we don't make the change now, once we're gone, this won't matter because we won't have any stake in the game. We won't have any way to change it. So, so it's like a long to on their end, it's like a long-term play that they, they feel like they can win by, you know, because humans only live a certain amount of years. If you think about hey, that. Let, let me try and explain it this way. When I when I went to watch that Star Wars movie. I wasn't thinking about the Mandela effect at all. I wasn't thinking about anything except watching a movie. And then all of a sudden I realized what was really happening because they chose the Mandela effect, which means that the original timeline is no longer available, okay? Which tells me that the false timeline is, one timeline is erasing the other timeline, okay? Yeah. Now, the re reason nobody else discovered this is because when they look and think about the Mandela effect, 
They just write it off as a curiosity. Yeah. But they're not asking the question, what was the reason for creating the Man Mandela effect? And, and who destroyed the universe and brought it back into existence? Well, who who is? I mean, what what's going on with that? What do you think? What? Why did they do it? I don't know. You know, like they, they did it to, to to have the advantage. The, yeah. the Mandela effect is is the false timeline that has the advantage. It's erasing the original timeline. Yeah, that's why they tell him boys that they're girls and telling girls that they're boys. Yeah. It, mean, it's trying to flip it. Let me ask you this, like to, 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 to get, to take this a step further, what do you think the ETs have to do with this? If anything, like, oh shit. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to play that. I, a video started playing, but like, what do you think the ETs have to do with, um, with, with what, what is going on? Do you think they have a, a skin in the game? And and what our re what happens with our reality and the Mandela effect and and this transhumanist agenda? Do you think there's negative ETs that are trying to push this? Do you think that's why there's a lot of more UFO sightings? Yeah, you know, it's like before. There's good ETs and bad ETs, and some are involved in this and some aren't. I truly believe that. I mean. I, it's really, it's really weird. Like I, I was looking, you know, like the, the Pentagon had another hearing the other day and again, they got nowhere on what, what, but they're just seeing that there, there was, I guess there was a new film released. It was somewhere in the middle East. There was a UFO sighting, you know, and uh, they showed that and not much came out of the hearing. It's just a big nothing burger again, about as far as like what the reality is of UFOs. I was wondering if you saw that and what your thoughts are on it. It's a distraction. That's that's really smart. I think so too. Like yeah. all of these things that you're hearing about, EMP blast and the UFO invasion, all these other things, they're all distractions. Okay. Now I want to go back to Philip Corso because we talked about this in a previous interview. Philip Corso made a statement, and it's right in line with what we're talking about. He said, everybody's looking in the wrong direction and the place where they should be looking is at the interdimensional. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, because well, I, one thing I've always said is like these ETs, they come in and out of our reality like it's nothing. Like, you know, not ETs, I'll say the UFOs. They come in and our, they zap in in our reality. I, they'll, you'll see them up in the sky, then the next minute they're gone. You know what I mean? They it, that that's that seems like it would be interdimensional to me. Um, this is this is the reason why. Um, I mean, like th this is the reason why um, uh, the guy from SETI would come onto Art Bell all those years, and he would say, well, "We we send out signals, we never find anything, we never we never have any signs of life anywhere," because maybe things aren't happening on other planets. Maybe things are happening in other dimensions. You know. Maybe what there is out there is other dimensions, and maybe th there are no other planets out there, or maybe the, these other planets that we're looking at are in another dimension. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like, I was thinking, like, you know how they have this secret space program stuff? And I'm not denying in the secret space program people. I was thinking maybe the things that are happening in the secret space program are happening in another dimension. That's why when we look at Mars, it looks like it's red and it's like there's like flames I'm, I'm i'm exaggerating but like it looks like a shithole like nobody would ever want to go there you know what i mean there's like there's nothing there but maybe in another dimension there's a lot of stuff going on there and maybe that's why on when we see like something occasionally there's something that, that like you see on mars there's some you'd say they see like a you know like a like they see something occasionally like maybe that's something coming in and out of our reality what do you think yeah exactly uh, I, I wanted to bring up something I read in the, in the Vedas. It, it says in the Vedas that there's life on all the planets and even on the sun, okay? But now you would think that no one could exist on the sun because it's, you know, 10,000 degrees hot. 
But the reason that the beings can live on the sun is because their bodies are made of fire. What kind of beings are these? Have we ever heard of them? Or are they something that we don't know about? Their bodies are fire bodies. Yeah, but who is this, though? Like the ETs, you mean? Well, we can call them ETs because they live in the sun. I've never heard of it. That's why I asked, you know? It's entire civilizations that, that live on the sun. I, I, yeah, I've never, I've never heard that. Like, it's interesting. You know, it's definitely interesting. But, like, do we have any... Let me, let me explain it this way. We, we live on Earth, so our bodies are made of Earth elements. And then there are, there are planets that are gaseous planets, and the beings that live on those gaseous planets have beings that are made of gas. And the beings that live on the sun, which is a fireball, their bodies are made of fire. Okay. So, you know, same thing with a water planet. On a water planet, you have beings that their bodies are basically water. That's us. We're 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 eighty percent water. That's right. So okay, so that wouldn't be uh that wouldn't be a far reach then to think that there would be beings made of fire, you know, like. But right. like, here's what I was thinking. Do you think like uh, the ETs and and these beings that you're talking about? Do you think that all of them, these other beings, have the same soul essence as us? Uh, I would say most of them, but uh, there are some that are biological in part, artificial intelligence. Yeah, because this gets into like what we always talk about with the hybrids and David Jacobs. Like, I really think David Jacobs was onto something. And, and uh, you know, like people think that like I'm old school for like quoting like old ufologists and stuff. But th th here's what people don't understand. And th this is like, like what? Like this, the work that like Bud Hopkins and David Jacobs was doing was so profound that like it like it it was like it it was like hard it was like it was really I mean like you know they were working with real abductees that like were having experiences now it seems like people aren't having experiences anymore and then we get misinformation thrown into the community to get us thinking the other way but really what could be really going on is that there's really hybrids in this reality and that there's ETs and there have been ETs that have been coming here. They've been taking people. They've been taking genetic parts from humans for some reason. They've been taking semen from men and eggs from women. And I don't know how many times I have to say it, but like it was a real thing that was happening. People ask like, do we have proof of this, proof of that? We have proof of the abduction phenomena. I mean, do you agree with that or what do you think? Well, I, I think this all goes back to... Uh... World War II, when they when they dropped, you know, a bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and you know whoever was out there, out in space, uh, you know they looked at Earth and they said, you know, the kids in the in the sandbox found the matches. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, in 1947, there was a hundred thousand UFO sightings. So, yeah, I mean, that's 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 important to point out because people think that, like, it was just Roswell. And, you know, I mean, but it wasn't just Roswell at all. Like, and pe like, people, like, go, oh, they're like, oh, there was just Kenneth Arnold and Roswell. And they're like, and you can't even prove any of that. Well, it's like, no, you can prove it because UFOs have been coming here for a long time. Like, I, 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 I respect the skeptical community. Like, and I, I'm skeptical myself, but, like, there has to be a little bit of give. Like there has to be like open-mindedness and belief with healthy skepticism. And when I say healthy skepticism, I don't mean being a cynic because I think if you watch my show that I did with Lloyd Auerbach, he said it the best. He said, people that are skeptics are, he said, sometimes they'll never be decided. He said, and I think like, that's one thing that the community has completely wrong. They don't know what a real skeptic is. A real skeptic is someone who's open-minded but is undecided about things. It's not someone who's a cynic and it's a debunker. But have you noticed that that's what people think as well? I, I think you're talking about an area where you have to be 
somewhat careful because what some people do is they um, they seem to think that they know everything because they reject everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's sort of like a, a like a mental prison, like a trap that a lot of these skeptics get into because they they think that they're they're obtaining all knowledge by rejecting everything that they hear. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 it, that's a dangerous place to live in, and it's yeah. a really close. And they're, they're these are the same people that think they're open minded, but they're not open minded. They're actually more closed minded because they're they're closing down what the reality could be. Because when we when we think about the paranormal and the ET phenomenon and uh, alien abduction, it's not something that's completely physical. It's not something that's ever given us any real evidence. It's something that we've had to kind of draw conclusions on. I mean, I think we have some evidence. You know what I mean? I, I would definitely say there's definitely some evidence of abductions. Like if you look at like what Daryl Sims has proved with like when you flat when you after you think you've been abducted and you you put a black light over your skin and you'll see alien fluorescence on your body. Um, you know, like people have been aboard craft and they've been told to drink things. You know, uh, the aliens sometimes have made them drink uh, large amounts of like goo and they and then and then people have had stains inside their mouth uh, from from this interaction. Um, uh, what else? I'm trying to think. Um, uh, people with visions of uh, multiple hundreds of people with visions of hybrid babies, um, people meeting beings on craft. Um, and that that gets into a little bit speculative, but like like I said, I think you have to have somewhat of an open mind on this because I don't think it's something. I think when if it's someone is looking for hardcore evidence, they're not going to ever find it because it, it's not a phenomena that gives hardcore evidence, and it's hard to get. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Communion? No, but I have. Oh my God! Let me uh, hold on. I just I want to show you something. Speaking of that, let me uh, uh, let me see. Uh, where's it at? Uh, I went to the lab. I went to the library the other day, and I got these. I they, they had these at the library. They have. Uh, hold on. My desk is my desk is complete. I got a. I didn't want to drop things. So I got this. That's uh, his, I think that's his follow-up to communion transformation. I, I gotta read this. This is an amazing book. And then I also got this from this is from the library, guys. And I posted this on my channel. Intruders. Oh, yeah, that was a, a two-hour TV special. Yeah, they had these at the library, Jim. I was like, I was shocked. You know, like I also got a, a real a, a, an idiot's guide to witchcraft. Like it's a, it's a, I have it back there. It's a, um, it, yeah, it's a, and then I also got um, Eric Von Daniken, Proof of the Gods. I was, I was floored. I was like, they have all these cool UFO books at the library. Cause, you know, I went back to like, I, that's where I had met Nikki, was like at the library. We decided to meet at the library. So I was like feeling depressed and I was like, well, I was like, I'll go to the library to kind of reminisce because I, I've been, you know, missing her or whatever. And then, I just found these amazing books, but you were saying about communion. Like, what did you think about that? Okay, there was a message in that movie. And uh, at one point towards the end of the movie, uh, you know, the, the part is played by Christopher Walken. Uh, he, he's in this room with all these ETs. And uh, they're playing this popular song. Uh, and the, the ETs are dancing the Watusi. <laughs> what what they're trying to tell us is you know just loosen up you know yeah enjoy your life and have fun and that that was the message behind this this whole communion movie was it really i thought it was more like a like a nefarious um thing that the, the abductions oh. were nefarious or... yeah there, there's a lot of different aspects of the movie i mean it's really frightening when something shows up in your room and, uh, you know, it's got these big eyes and weird looking body and stuff. 
What, what do you, where do you think, the, what do you think, what, what do you think about the Grays? Do you think they, they, they I mean, like, they're really like, I mean, like, I know, I know there's all kinds of ETs. I know there's the Nordics, the reptilians, the mantids, but like, you know, I mean, like the ones that we can, that we, 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 I don't think we have any proof of any of them, but except the grays maybe, but like, okay. So do you, it seems like if you go back to like what Bud Hawkins and David Jacobs said, there was two kinds of aliens that people would most encounter. They would most encounter the grays and then they would encounter the mantids. And then David Jacobs said this, what I found was interesting. And I'm just going by what David Jacobs said. David Jacobs said, reptilians are popular on the internet, but not so popular with abductees. Those were his exact words. But it, that's weird because like, I just interviewed James Bartley and Eve Lorgan, and they really think that people are having interactions with reptilians. Like, so I don't know who to, you know, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I, I respect all those people. I like James a lot. I like Eve Lorgan a lot. I like David Jacobs a lot. I don't know who's right about reptilians. I do think there might be reptilians though. I really do. I think they're shapeshifters and I think that they, they walk among us. I think that like, maybe it's in the, some of the politicians or lizard people, you know, I don't know. Yeah. There are some grays that are actually reptilian shapeshifters. But, okay, is that because a reptilian can kind of go into any body it wants to? It can go into a human, it can go into a gray, or, or are you saying they're actually gray? Is that what they choose to be, or what? Yeah, there, there's some uh, some encounters where, you know, this guy's explaining that he comes in contact with this traditional-looking gray, you know, with the gray skin and the big eyes and all that, and he, he gets into a fist fight with it, and the the damn thing turns into uh, a reptilian with sharp teeth. Wow. It, it it changes. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. I mean... And there, there's some abductees that, that say that the greys are friendly. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm like on the... I'm on a search. I'm like a truth seeker. I just want to know what's really going on. And it's so hard to know what's going on when we have so many sides of the story and there'll be so many people that tell you they're like oh no believe this and believe that or just you know just interview these people or just interview that people and i'm like no i don't want to do that i want to interview everybody because i think everybody has a piece to the puzzle but we kind of have to discern and re with what resonates with us i i think the whole uh ufo thing sort of came to a dead end for me in the 1980s when I found out that the uh, a lot of these flying saucers that people were seeing were built by the Germans. Yeah, but you believe there's ETs though, right? On on some level, yes. Well, you think they're interdimensional, right? Yeah, they're interdimensional, but uh, it, it's such a big question. There's there's a lot of answers to that one question. What do you mean? Like, if you could explain, like, that's interesting. Well, I mean, there's interdimensional, there's other planets, there's the inner Earth. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about that yet. These, the, all these ET, well, they would be inner, inner terrestrial. They would be from inner Earth. And we've heard that many times from people like Phil Schneider, who said that, you know, he encountered Greys in inner Earth. Like, that could be possible. And I think, you know, like Credo Mutwa, I think he says, that the reptilians were, were from inner earth as well, like and other people say they were. Yeah, uh, apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, someone was saying that the total number of reptilians on the inner earth was about 1,800. Wow. That's not a lot. Do you think they're, they're like, like expiring then, or do you think they don't have a big civilization? Well, so, some of these underground cities are are being raided. Yeah, one oh one lady who has a somewhat proof of the inner earth, and it's not it's not foolproof proof, but it's it's very interesting. Is the uh, the YouTube channel Reptilian Hybrid Housewife? She's, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen her site. Yeah, yeah, she uh she she shows like inner earth caverns and stuff supposedly. You know, I, I always thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then, well, 
you know, there's the Mammoth Caves in uh, Kentucky, which which go down, you know, you can go for miles. And uh, nobody really knows what's at the end of it because they all had to turn around and come back. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Um, I don't know. Um, did you want to go over anything in the book while we still have time? Well, uh, I just want to mention that I thought the uh, the interview with Frank Jacob the other day was excellent. Oh yeah, that was. I thought that was really good too. I mean, do you? What do you think about his theories? Do you think he has a uh, a good grasp of what's going on? I do. I think you know. I think there's something to that. Well, uh, you know, since we've been on the subject of the Mandela effect, I I think the uh, the solar flare kind of comes into the picture here because uh, the solar flare could change everything. But that, but don't you, you said in your in your Mandela effect talking points that you you think that that might be a distraction? Is, so do you think it's real or do you think it's a distraction? No, the solar flare is not a distraction. Well, okay, so okay, and that you okay. So Frank talks about that too. So, what do you think is going to happen with that? If you had to guess, I I think what might happen is uh, either a, a total separation of the two realities or an integration of the two realities. Yeah, you know, it, I don't know if you've seen this stop by a tour of videos, but. She talks about the same thing that we're talking about, but she kind of, you know, explains it from a different angle. And what yeah. she said that the original universe was destroyed and that there was this phenomena called the ergosphere and that this phenomena called ergosphere gathered the fragments, or at least most of them, and recreated this duplicate universe that we're in now. Yeah. I, I, I would have to, uh, I like, I like Starfire tour. I remember, you know, when she came back, when she came on Art Bell with Whitley Strieber back in the day, when that was like her first appearance on Art Bell. And she was talking about like time slips and time, you know, uh, she, she was, she's really talks about time too, right? Yeah. That somebody else mentioned that uh, the solar flash may happen in 2024 or 2025. And Frank Jacob is saying 2030. Wow. So it could be that there's these three junction points where the solar flash could happen. But, but I believe that this solar flash, which has also been predicted by many, many uh, ancient prophecies, is going to be the turning point. And what do you think is going to happen with that? Do you think it'll be a positive or a negative thing? Well, I think it depends on which reality you decide to be a part of. You know, like if you want to go along with this idea that uh, girls are boys and boys are girls, you can go with that timeline. Yeah. That but is... if, if you want to preserve your sanity and uh, just stick with what you've known to be true all along, you're in the other reality. Yeah. yeah. But what stopped by a tour is that she's saying that the two different realities are going to merge together and integrate. What, and what, what, what can you explain a little bit more? I, I wish I could explain it. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's interesting for sure. I don't, I don't get it myself completely. Like, well, if the timelines integrate, then, then we would, I don't know. That's, 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 that's deep. That's definitely something to think about, you know? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's one timeline with two different realities. Yeah. But the, the other alternative is that there's a complete separation between the two realities and you stay on one or the other. 
Yeah. So in other words, if, if my reality maintains the way it's been, then then I stay on that reality and the, the false reality goes away. Yeah. That's definitely something to think about. That's interesting. That's uh, I, I I don't know, I don't know what to think about that. That's uh, and then what do you think will happen with the ET situation? Like, how do you think they're going to be involved in this? Like, will they be involved in our next reality, or like, are they involved in this reality, or what do you think? Or do you think they're the controllers of our reality? Uh, right now, I I think this could happen any day now. I think people are going to start to see hundreds of thousands of UFOs showing up in the sky. And for me, that's going to be extremely frightening because I got no way of knowing uh, why they're here and whether or not they want to take us off the planet. And if they take us off the planet, if they're not benevolent, you're screwed. So do you think Blue Bean, Blue Bean was just a, a misinformation and a distraction? I'm trying to figure it out myself. That's why I'm saying, like, if all these UFOs show up, how could you possibly know that they're benevolent? There's no way of knowing. You know? Yeah, the other, the other thing is, how do you know that the planet is going to become uninhabitable? Yeah. You, you know, you got to think about this stuff. Yeah. It's definitely something to think about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Like, I... Uh... I um I don't I don't know I'm 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 uh I'm uh I'm I'm stumped you know but uh well I'm trying to think is there anything else we wanted to cover before we go for the night or what? Well, I, I wanted to tell you about this conversation I had with a friend of mine. Uh, you know the story about the uh, the VCR that had Sleeping Beauty on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the the Sleepy Beauty that they had was mirror mirror on the wall, okay. So they they took the VCR and the VCR player, and they stuck it in the closet, and then thirty years later, they took it out and they watched it. Now it says Magic Mirror, okay. So I was talking to a friend of mine on on the phone, and I was telling him about the Mandela effect. And he didn't know about the Mandela effect because when he was growing up, his parents told him not to watch TV and watch movies and to go out into the world and make a name for himself. So when I started talking about the Mandela effect, he didn't know anything about it, okay? So he says to me, I'm gonna look it up and I'll call you back. So he calls me back later and he says to me that in 1961, Disney Studios changed the Snow White movie because there was some controversy about Magic Mirror and Mirror Mirror. Okay? So then I said to him, okay, did Walt Disney Studios go into that person's closet and change the VCR that had been sitting there for 30 years? Yeah, there's no how, way. How did that movie change when it was sitting in the closet for 30 years and nobody went into the closet. It's, that's an anomaly. See what I'm saying? Yes. Now, he, he goes on the internet and he does a web search and the search tells him that Walt Disney Studios is the one that changed the, the movie. Well, that's, that's, that's them saying that. That's whoever they are is saying that's right. that. To control the reality or to control the timeline. That's right. They're not telling you it's a Mandela effect. Yeah, because I always thought that maybe Mandela effects were maybe just a possibility of like someone messing with the timelines. Like that it was just like, you know, like, um, you know, I don't know. So, I mean, like, so you're, you're kind of on board with this whole Frank Jacob camp that like, that this that this is that, that, so okay what do you think what he thinks about the 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 aliens that they're from our future well that's that's a good one because uh there's some people out there saying that that's not true 
What are they saying? Well, uh, it, it's really a deep subject because of the fact that the future doesn't exist. Yeah. The future doesn't happen. Yeah, the futures, we're making up the future as we go, right? Right. So if somebody travels into the future and they see what's happening there and they come back and they tell you about that future, that's just one possible future. Yeah, but they could be already from the future and found a way to time travel back to change the past. Right. Or get important DNA, which is like, which would make sense because why are they always taking all this DNA and where are all these hybrids going? Are they just getting like jettisoned out into space or are they part of some like Nazi slave camp or are they part of some reptilian slave camp or like, are they, um, uh, you know, rep hybrids on a new earth where there's like a, an alternate version of earth where there's another dimension and the hybrids are living there. And, you know, did they build that because they think we're going to blow ourselves up with nuclear war or a cataclysm, like the solar flash is going to hit us? You know, I think the hybrid thing t ties in greatly to what our, like our dire future. I think that them making the hybrids had something to do with like what the outcome of this reality is, with maybe a cataclysm or a nuclear war or something. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think if we're going to get answers that, you know, someday soon, I think, we're not just going to get answers. We're going to find out everything. Yeah. I, I think we need to get answers to all of these questions. Yeah, I would agree. I, I agree. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how we're ever going to get them, though. I mean, I, it seems like the more shows I do and the more I research, the more questions I have. You know, uh, well, I mean, I guess that we've been going about an hour. Maybe that's good for tonight. Then we can do another show another time. But do you want to tell everybody where they can find the book and where they can find you at and stuff, Jim? Yeah, the, the book uh, is on Amazon. Uh, the Matrix is the Glitch. And uh, they can get in touch with me on my Facebook page. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to put this out tomorrow. I have like six show, six to eight shows that I haven't even put out yet that I recorded throughout the last couple of months that I haven't even put out. So I'm gonna try to put this out soon if in the next couple of days. Like, and then I'll send you a link when I post it. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Jim. It was good talking to you. Have a good night. Yeah. You too. See ya. Bye.